Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And come to Dallas and come to Minneapolis. We're going to need you to get off your butts and come to Dallas and come to Minneapolis, a show we added because you said we're in Minneapolis and we're desperate. We're going to Minneapolis in the winter, in the fall. Also, we have a brand new L.A. show that it's going to be tickets on sale tomorrow. We're so excited. We're getting a second L.A. show. This is the first time we're doing this. So you also better come to this. We sold out the first one really fast. So I assume there's lots more people who are like, wah, you know? Tickets go on sale today, you mean? Oh, they're on t- they're on sale today. I think they go on sale today at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Los Angelino in on the East Coast right now buy them at one. If you're a Los Angelino in Los Angeles, buy them at 10. And guess what? This show, it's on a Monday. That's a huge <laughs> sleigh for us. <laughs> I forgot that it was on a Monday. That's amazing. Well, you know, our ne- our other show is on a Tuesday. People in LA don't do anything. <laughs> they don't do anything. I was going to say, it's like, you're, you're free. <laughs> I checked your schedule. You're free. Come to our show on Monday, okay? It's like, believe me, I follow plenty of people who live in LA on Instagram and I'm like, they're not doing anything. <laughs> you can come to the show on Monday. Yeah. And you know what? This show was going to be an early show starting at four, but we said, you know what? I think we have a little more faith in our friends in LA that they have stuff to do at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, gonna, Let's make it on a Monday. <laughs> they were going to schedule it at four on a Monday. And Lindsay was like, hold up on <laughs> the emails. The emails after it was scheduled at I 4 said, p.m. on a Monday, I, I was said, like, we, no have a lot of, coming. we have a lot of thoughts about Los Angeles, but we have at least enough faith in them to believe that they can come after 4 <laughs> on a Monday. So come to our show in L.A. Tickets on sale today. It's our second L.A. show. Make it good. It's going to be before the Tuesday one, so you're going to get the mm-hmm. heads up. I have a breaking news because I was like, I really want breaking news. There's nothing good. Like Barbie premiered like yesterday Barbie and everyone's premiere. like, about I was going to say Barbie, Barbie like, premiere. No. Flo was there. A lot of who's were there. Flow, progressive flow went to the Barbie premiere, which is like two brands synergizing that like makes me want to like jump off the bridge of capitalism into the sea and like never be seen again. You know? Did you see Ava Max at the Barbie premiere, the video of Ava Max? Can I play it um, for yeah, you? Yeah, where she was like absolutely cuckoo bananas. Yeah, play it. I love her. <laughs> She's becoming a little bit of a like, who is she? What is Barbie short for? Barbie is strong. She's she's just strong and beautiful. What is her name short for? Oh, 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 you know this one. He's playing a trick on me. You know, you no, tell no, me. No, I'm not playing a trick. What is it? Barbara. Yeah, I thought it was Barbara. Oh yeah, no, it's it's definitely Barbara. Barbie has had quite the resume. Which of these jobs is Okay, that's long enough. I don't have to play the okay, whole thing. <laughs> you're trying to trick me. You're trying to trick me. The more I learn about her, the less I know about her. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like in this video, he says Barbie's from Wisconsin. Didn't know. Because I think Barbie's owner, Barbara, is from Wisconsin. And she goes, I'm from Wisconsin. And I'm like, you are? (laughs) You are? Honestly, prove it. (laughs) I don't believe it. She's from Wisconsin. I'm from Wisconsin. Are you really? Milwaukee. Oh, my gosh. You guys don't talk about it all the time, man? Oh, my God. I love it. Everyone was at this premiere, including Flo including Ava Max, including the Duolingo owl. They were all there. Everyone was there. I know. But speaking of not knowing where people are from, this is actually a great segue. Speaking of not knowing where people are from. Do you remember, because I didn't, where Lucas Gage's husband, Chris Appleton, is from? with this. He got a 25 Things on Us Weekly that we didn't talk about. Um, No, I don't remember where he's from. Guess. Just guess. I want to see where your mind goes, because this is actually... 
like Idaho, like something so okay. random. That's so perfect because I maybe would have guessed Idaho as well. Like he's definitely like, I've stepped off the boat from, you know, Nebraska in LA. I know there's not a boat that goes there, but whatever. Like, and I was like, I'm going to make it big. He just gives very like kind of came from nowhere vibes. He's from Leicester, England. <laughs> he's, he's British? British. Oh, Did you know me. that Lucas Gage's husband was British? Well, can you call him by his name? Chris, Chris Appleton. Appleton. Chris Appleton. Yeah, no, I didn't know. I didn't know that. He was giving Paul Bunyan to me. <laughs> but now that you say it, I guess I could see him being British. I guess I've never heard him talk. At least I've heard Ava Max talk. And I'm like, well, she's from the United States. I saw him on the Drew Barrymore show. Remember that clip I played? And you still didn't know he was from England. It didn't stick. Nothing with these people sticks to me, my brain. He had kind of a funny 25 things. It's not very funny, but there was one point that like was unintentionally funny. And it said, number three, my most starstruck moment was being in the same room as the dress Marilyn Monroe wore to sing happy birthday to John F. Kennedy. Because I was sort of like, I think he's very serious. <laughs> no, I I don't think you put that if you're joking. Because he's been around a lot of celebrities. Yeah, it's the dress. Here we have Radar. I wanted to put this in. It's sort of like, eh, why is this a story? But I think it's a story in, in the media arm of our podcast. It's a story in that why is it a story? Why is it that, a story? Like, this is such vintage, nasty tabloids. This is, this when, is like, Radar. When celebrities are like, the tabloids are so nasty. Like, they're <laughs> nasty. They're the nastiest. It's like, this is what they mean. They mean Daily Mail and Radar. But this kind of doesn't exist as much anymore. Like, we're mm -hmm. always kind of like the tabloids could be a little bit nastier and a little bit more winkier sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? People are so earnest sometimes. This mm -hmm. is the opposite of the spectrum, which we don't really support. But also, we got to laugh because they're almost like parodies of themselves at this point. They're also sort of trying to, like, radar. It's funny that, like, we just talked about on the Patreon episode about the... The shuttering of Delisted, Michael Kay, mm. you know, one of the great gossip blogs of all time, decided that, you know, it was no longer financially viable for him to do it. He didn't want to put in the work to sort of update the site, blah, blah. Very, very sad. Yeah. But also a very specific snarky voice of kind of early celebrity blogging. Mm -hmm. So you have that coupled with like other websites are laying people off. You know, their their whole vibes they're are changing. They're, they're using consolidating, AI. consolidating, you know, yes. they're like, they're all the same voice in the same owner somehow we have radar the meanest of the kind of older celebrity tabloid websites used to be a magazine american. like paper american right they're not only like being mean and nasty and still like publishing they're like doing reporting but it's just sort of the craziest reporting you've ever done which is contacting a prison where julie christie is staying and finding out what they're eating for the fourth of july so the exclusive is convicted fraudster julie christie's july 4th prison menu revealed which is funny because i feel like this information is like legally available to anyone but they they are acting like an exclusive because of their exclusive framing of it which is that we called and asked for it and we now call. we're framing it as what julie christie is eating for july 4th you know Long gone are the days of family barbecues, as Julie Chrisley will be making bologna sandwiches behind bars this 4th of July, Radar Online can exclusively reveal. We obtained FMC Lexington's food menu, showing what the disgraced Chrisley Knows Best star will eat with her prison pals on Tuesday's holiday while serving her seven-year sentence behind bars. You know, I just want to say some of this menu... Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure it fully does what they're implying that it does. Like, obviously, there's a part where she has to eat yes. a peanut butter sandwich. And I think they're like, she could be eating a hamburger, but she's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> but some of this is like, okay, listen to this. Uh, Todd Chrisley's wife will start Independence Day with a well-balanced breakfast of oatmeal, pancakes, and whole wheat bread. She will also be served coffee and skim milk to wash her meal down. That's like better than most of my breakfasts. So I don't really, I'm not, you know... I'm not, like, laughing at that. I'm not scoffing yeah. at that. And lunch is actually 4th Pretty of July good. lunch. It's barbecue chicken, and there are vegan options, and there's potato salad and baked beans. There's even watermelon. Right, and watermelon and corn. But you're right. That is funny and that pie. I didn't even realize. They're, they're using, they're framing this as a drag, but they're, like, revealing what is probably a nice treat for them. You know, like, if they're right. eating prison food all week. This actually seems kind of nice. She had this like sleigh barbecue chicken dinner lunch or she had this sleigh barbecue chicken lunch. But then for dinner, they say Julie's dinner will be bland with a make it yourself sandwich medley. Inmates will be given the choice of bologna meat or peanut butter and jelly packets with whole wheat bread. So there's so, you know, she's saying she's saying Radar is saying like, but for dinner, they have to eat sandwiches. 
But I'm like, for lunch, they had barbecue chicken. So Julie Chrisley is fine. Of course, no sandwiches complete without potato chips, which will also be served <laughs> with dinner. I mean, have you clicked the link? Truly the best no. part of the link is when you scroll down. Like, is there's, there like a photo? Well, there's a stock photo of bologna. Because <laughs> that's what they really want you to, to zero in on. Yes. Oh, my God. Not this. Source. Mega. <laughs> okay. We mentioned this briefly last week, but it truly is so funny. And maybe you need the visuals, but I think you can describe them without the visuals and still get a laugh out of it. Melanie Martinez is touring. We talked about her a couple of months ago, and she's in the middle of her portals tour. Melanie Martinez is the girly with the um the iconic tooth gap and hair, yes. black, white hair mm-hmm. bangs. Yes. Is that right? And she yes. sings songs and she was on like a competition show. For the but voice. I tr- but I know she's a big deal, but I could not sing you one of her songs. And that's kind of rare for me. Like I no. couldn't even name you what her famous song or one of the songs. Well, she kind of has like Bjorky production, but also grimesy Billie Eilish. But almost more baby doll kind of like more accessible. Really. Yeah. And she has a lot of fans. Yeah. There's a fandom there that I see from like that kind of also is Lord of the Rings. Sort of elvish. Kind of like fantasy girly elves, mm-hmm. mermaids, kind mm-hmm. of kind of um, going to a Renaissance fair and buying I was a gonna stone. Say, the people who are, who are in these examples of what the Melanie Martinez meet and greet looked like, looked like they could have left the Melanie Martinez concert and gone to the Ren Fair. And I mean that just like as just like a statement right. of fact. And they're really like creative. Like yes. these are really like creative people who are like... When they go to a concert, which, by the way, if you're spending $400 to go to a concert, which we'll get there, you better make it a full event. We're dressing up. We're Dress doing cosplay. Up. We're doing this. We're doing that. Like, yeah, that makes sense to me if I'm spending $400. Totally. You know? So people paid $400 for the VIP package at Melanie Martinez's shows, and that included a meet and greet. But I guess what may have been clear at some point, but they didn't read the fine print, it's unclear whether or not it was clear. That's what I'm unclear of. It included a... Portal's VIP experience, which is the mm-hmm. funniest. Ticketmaster truly can go to hell. They're so <laughs> evil. Uh, which includes a ticket to the show, access to the interactive Portal's photo experience, an autographed poster, exclusive merchandise, and digital collectible VIP laminate, as well as early entry to the venue and access to merchandise. So the Portal's photo experience, which I think people thought was with Melanie. this meet and greet, ended up being with a 3D like hologram, but you couldn't see it until after the photo was taken of Melanie. Now I'm like, hmm, how do we how do we work this into our tour? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You have unfortunately if you pay extra, you have to meet us. It's like your punishment. Yeah. Doing you get that. a photo. We get a Polaroid, oh, I, I think. Isn't that we're doing oh, Polaroids? You, you get yeah, you get a lot of ex- you That's get a lot great. of great experiences. But you don't get a portals VIP experience. We will be there. We will be there. <laughs> We will not be holograms. What I like about this is that, like, she upsets some fans. That's the headline. Melanie Martinez upsets some fans over $400 VIP meet and greet with AI hologram of singer. Some people loved it. No, Daily Mail picked and sh- they really crafted this narrative that people hated it. And so did people. But then when you actually look at the responses, people were like, it was fun. I loved it. <laughs> Clever. Cute. Cool. Like, that's so fun. What a fun experience. As someone who only knows enough about Melanie Martinez to have done, like, a segment on her on the show, this seems like something that, like, would delight her fans, you know? Like a virtual, yeah. No, it really just, like, gives Grimes, you know? Like, it's technology. I feel like it would be fundamentally the same if I met Grimes in person and met Grimes as a hologram. That's the same person. That's the same thing, you know? There's no difference there. Same thing with Melanie Martinez is how I feel. Well, also, I just think, we're so of two minds about things. We're so like protect the mental health of our favorite stars. You know, like we want them to don't be throw happy. things at we want them. them to be right. Don't throw things at them. You know, um, if they need a break, take a break. Da da da. But then we're like, meet us, meet us on our meet and greets. And it's like, okay, well, you maybe it's hard to understand. It can be a little bit more whatever that that process of like meeting people, meeting thousands of people on a tour and mm-hmm. having to do the show. Is like probably the most like debilitating like experience for a celebrity in terms mm-hmm. of like kind of the act of losing yourself in the experience. So yeah. uh, I always think about that because I'm like, I get if you pay $500, like give me an experience. But I'm also kind of like that doesn't go with our our kind of mindsets about protecting our stars from yeah. thrown items and mental health issues. 
And also, neither of these stories from People or Daily Mail convinced me that the majority opinion was that we're annoyed with this person. No, that's the thing is the fans were kind of like, all right, slay. (laughs) Hologram? We will be doing a raffle to give away a MacBook at our Minneapolis show. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) If you enter, if you pay $5, you can enter to win a MacBook. I'm kidding. We're not doing that. But Sky Jackson did. She's funny. Remember her iconic clapback? She's really funny. Wait, what's her iconic clapback? Remember the picture where she's sitting on the couch looking? Oh, of course. The... Yes. Yeah. Was that when she feuded with um, Azalea Banks? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And then she said, a meme with 2.3 million Instagram followers. My memes are more relevant than you. Now that's sad. Now bye, Twitter troll. Like she kind of like came for her and then she came back. She was like 14 when that happened. Yeah, she was clapping back. And then she kind of became known for clapping back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she, it was the whole thing. Anyways, now she's here selling a raffle for a MacBook. Right. And the point is, Sky Jackson has the, I think, which sucks. I mean, maybe she would have developed this ability regardless. But to me, it seems like you are maybe, if not forced, encouraged to develop this kind of ability to clap back at the haters when you are a child star. When you have to deal with hatred from the time you are like 12 years old online. And she's good at it. I think you're not. I think you're told to be sweet. And then, like, what happens is, like, your kind of real personality starts to shine through, which is why I think people were like, oh, she's clapping back. And now she's going full, like, kind of more her own personality. Mm -hmm. And people are saying things like, the Disney money has run out. She was doing her Instagram live, Mm -hmm. and she kind of was doing this raffle. And the raffle, you have to play the audio because it's so half-assed. It's like, people do raffles at school all the time. So like, I'm just doing a raffle. Like, here's how it works. You get $5 and maybe you win a MacBook. Like, that's pretty normal. She's kind of like being like, it's a normal thing to do a raffle. And it's like, nobody Mm -hmm. was asking how raffles work. People were just asking why you were doing a raffle because they were like, are you you okay? Why are you doing a raffle? It is not that serious for a damn $5. It is called a raffle. I don't know if you guys have been to school before, but I know I've been to school and we used to have raffles all the time where a ticket might, but it's a physical ticket. You might get five, put in $5, $2, whatever, and you get a prize. Like people do raffles all the time. And then she kind of like was like, well, me personally, I don't need money. And it's like, then why are you doing a fucking raffle? I do not need money. Me personally, I do not need money. And I'm not saying this like I'm in a bragging way or anything like that or in a mean way. I'm just letting you guys know I do not personally need money. Like I am very fine in my life. I don't need, um, I don't need money. I kind of wonder like who, where does the money go? Did she get a free MacBook? <laughs> like I kind of... To her! In her TikTok update about the raffle, Sky defended her latest sweepstakes, insisting, quote, it's not that serious for a damn $5. It's called a raffle. <laughs> well, I was like, what? You're the, the one she- doing the raffle. You can't get mad at people being like, why are you doing a raffle? <laughs> the Shiro's actress went on, quote, I don't know if you guys have been to school before, but I know I've been to school. <laughs> and we I used can't. to have raffles all the time. <laughs> I need her to understand that people aren't confused about the actual raffle itself. They're confused about why you're doing a raffle. She added, quote, you might get five. You put in five, two, whatever. And you get a prize. Like, people do raffles all the time. No, it's like, yes, for charity events, for elementary school fundraising, for send our soccer team to the finals. I can't. I'm sorry. She's so funny. Well, then I noticed she was selling stuff on Poshmark, and I was like, ooh, what's she selling on Poshmark? And she's selling, like, underwear. She's selling underwear She's selling a lot Poshmark. of stuff. It just includes underwear. There's a lot of underwear on and her And to Poshmark. be fair, she's not selling underwear. The underwear is sold. <laughs> the underwear is gone. It doesn't exist You're anymore. Right. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that it's all sold. Okay, so you can't buy Sky's underwear. It's sold mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's also not a scam. Like, Sky's not a scammer. She's just doing a raffle. Like, there's a girlie who got the MacBook I mean, and, like, thanked Sky for the MacBook. You're really giving her a lot of credit on this one. I would say celebrities doing uh, these raffles, uh, it's a little scammy. Because this is giving, like, you know when they pose with, like, 12 Chanel bags in front of a car and they're like, follow this account, then follow this account, then comment on this account, then follow this account, and you'll be entered to win, like, this car or something. This is, I guess, more straightforward. Maybe Sky saw that and said, I don't want to do all that work. I just want to have a raffle. <laughs> she just, I just really like Sky Jackson. I think she has I like know. a very unique attitude. And I think that there's just something like, I'm always relieved when a former Disney star seems to 
have the most capable head on their shoulders as an adult, and it seems like Sky does, because she's like, she I don't give a shit. I'm going to make some money doing a raffle, and I don't care if you get mad at me for doing a raffle. Raffles are cool. Raffles are fine, and I'm going to give this computer away. Raffles are okay. That's I'm funny gonna, to me. I'm going to serve Bob and give this computer away. <laughs> yeah, she she spent a lot of time defending the concept of a raffle. <laughs> she did. She did. That's, like, really <laughs> funny. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at it. I'm, I know, because everything that she said is, like, not answering the question people are having, which is not, how does a raffle work? The question is, why are you doing this? And the answer is, um, raffles are quite common in American life. <laughs> I know! That's why it's so funny. You know what I mean? It's like if we launched, like, if we launched a salad dressing line and people kept being like, why are you doing salad dressing? You're a podcast. And we were like, here's how salad dressing works. You add oil and you add vinegar and you shake it up. And it's fucking delicious. And you put it on a salad. And I don't understand. Like, you've eaten salads before. You've eaten salads all the time. You make, you go to this grocery store. You get dressing. You get lettuce. You get it. No, but Lindsay, Bobby, why are you doing salad dressings instead of anything else? Studies show that 34% of Americans have salad for lunch every single day. So why wouldn't we get on that bandwagon? You know what salad is. I know what salad is. Why wouldn't we sell salad dressing? She's. It's funny because she's not even doing that. She's not being like, like she's so funny anyways we're releasing a salad dressing (laughs) but it's also like she was it's the question of like oh is sky jackson booked and busy she was just literally profiled by l parentheses canada and talked about like how booked and busy she is she's the face of what is that cacherelle brand of of perfume she's just filmed a couple of movies one of them's called the man in the white van the other one's called shiro's seems like she's doing enough oh she's doing stuff Including getting into a presumed fight with Storm Reed. Yes. Storm Reed posted a photo of her new hairstyle on Instagram. It's very unique. It's very specific. And so her hair is red, but then it's also like two long swoopy bangs that go kind of right around her eyes, sort of like in a very long semicircles, and they fall down her face. And then she has these very distinct parts on the side of her scalp, and then the hair is long on the sides, right? It's a very specific look. Sure. To be clear, I've seen this look before. Right. And she posted the okay. photo of her inspiration and she goes, this was my inspiration, right? In what appears to be minutes, <laughs> because both of these screenshots say 17 hours ago, Sky Jackson posted a photo of her with pretty much the exact same haircut, but with without, she hadn't colored her hair red. And it says, kind of random, it goes, throwback to February, <laughs> but my ass gets it every time, trendsetter, heart. <laughs> She's just I, randomly calling you, herself a trendsetter with I, the same haircut. I think Sky's get and trust She's me, funny. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this derogatively because I love a bully and I love like being yourself and like doing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't. She doesn't have to be like a sweetie Disney princess anymore. Mm-hmm. She can like be a little bitch, and you know what? She's being a little bitch. Mm-hmm. That's aspirational. This is good. I love it, and of course, Popcrave was on it. <laughs> the internet thinks. The internet thinks. The internet thinks Storm Reed and Sky Jackson are beefing after Jackson shared an old hairstyle of hers after Reed debuted her new look. Stop scrolling. I need to watch Missing. Everyone says it's good and it's finally streaming. Stop scrolling. Look at my new hairstyle. (laughs) Stop scrolling. My mom is missing and I need your help. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else (laughs) is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, 
I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Wait, this is really funny. Can you move on to the next? This killed me. Speaking of like weird videos where it's sort of like, what are you doing? JFK's grandson rants about restaurants. Quote, you have to read to get your food. The Kennedy curse has taken some strange turns. <laughs> I have. It's like, we're not killing I've, people anymore. We're just doing this. Being weird. Well, I've come around to be like, this is clearly a joke. I mean, clearly it was a joke from the start. He's exaggerating. He's whatever. But it is really funny to like out of nowhere have JFK's only grandson go viral with a, with a like weird video, which he's ranting about how restaurants are bad, you know? How his friends don't eat dinner and that dinner is a waste of time. It's it's pretty funny. It's kind of funny. It's giving like crazy tech bro how they're just like everything's yes. about like efficiency and like spending like time optimize, correctly. Optimizing like your whole optimize life. Optimize your food intake. Like yes. instead of going to a restaurant and sitting there forever, like eat a granola bar and like go work out or like yes. go sailing or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The visuals are very funny because it's like he's on the beach in presumably, I don't know, the Hamptons, Nantucket, Hyannis. Where is he? But it's just like he's literally among the ghosts of his family, like complaining about restaurants. It's so weird. And then we're going to sit there for a while. and We're going to wait. And then we're going to need a couple more minutes to look at the menu. <laughs> to read the menu. We have to read something in order to get the food first. <laughs> you have to read to get your food. But it ruins your whole life. You spend hours and hours eating at restaurants when you could spend a minute and a half eating something that is good for you. And then what would you do? And then you can go fucking lie down, you can go walk around, you could listen to music, you could get work done, you could hang out with your friends. No, but their friends could want to have dinner with you or lunch Not everyone you. likes dinner. They it's don't? The, yeah, a, a lot of people, most people in the world don't spend their life eating dinner. What else would the grandson of JFK do, you mm -hmm. know? That's, he did that's just get his doing. law degree or he passed the bar or something. Well, people's obsessed with him. I was kind of looking through their past things. So it's like Jack Schlossberg is a double for his uncle JFK Jr. in new shortlist photos. Jack Schlossberg, JFK's grandson, hops on a paddleboard in NYC to celebrate passing the bar exam. Jack Schlossberg completes crazy trip around Manhattan for charity. It's interesting that like, yes, we've been talking about like Patrick Schwarzenegger and all those other like who's the one who went to Ukraine like the the Kennedy... Connor. Taylor's ex. But there is only one grandson. He's the only one. Like, he's, he's the, the only... only he's the yeah. only child. He's the only person in this generation with John F. Kennedy's genes. That's something. It's weird. Well, I think also because we have another, you know, Kennedy running for president that mm -hmm. we have to, like, really try and not focus on and not have that kind of weird residue Kennedy awe on him because right. he fucking sucks. I'd rather have our weird Kennedy obsession exactly. on this kid who's little cuckoo bananas <laughs> and kind of funny seeming and is going to law school, you know, or graduated law school. I'd rather have a long, incoherent, but kind of funny stream of consciousness rant about restaurants, restaurants. than a long, incoherent stream of consciousness rant about vaccines, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Anyway, completely forgot this guy existed. <laughs> And two things, two final things. One, I think his mom 
Caroline is the one who's yes. filming because her voice you can kind of hear her voice but it's not she's giving it's not a giggle yeah she's you mean our ambassador to Australia or whatever yes and number two what Jackie's jeans uh, Jackie's jeans are slang in that punnet swear like Jackie's jeans are you powerful think so? he looks more like you Jackie so? to me yeah okay mm. Jackie's jeans are slang it's giving you and the the Witherspoons yeah yeah. Like everyone is saying he looks like his uncle and you're like, he looks like Jackie. He looks like Jackie. She's too themmy. We can't do Miss Tina. Is she too themmy? Miss Tina was robbed, but she's too themmy. She got robbed on July 4th, which celebrities, you can't leave your house. It's notable that she had a million dollars in cash in her house. <laughs> I was sort of like, wow, slay. That but, is notable. <laughs> million dollars in cash? What are you doing? Is Miss Tina who are them? If any famous person's mother is a them, it's Beyonce. You think, okay. I mean, I guess. She used to be a little more around she's kind of hooey because she's always the one who like leaks and says stuff about because beyonce says nothing and i feel like tina mm-hmm. the people fans are always like tina's gonna say it tina's gonna say it and then <laughs> tina will like say something i'll be like tina confirmed you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in the way it's a little bit it's a little hooey i feel like she stepped back a little bit i'm sorry over one million dollars in, in cash and jewelry where lining the walls they must have I gotten mean, a tip off somebody knew there was cash in that house you wouldn't have robbed how, it that's how all of this works all of these robberies are like someone who knows someone who knows the assistant or knows someone. One million dollars in cash? What are, you, what are you doing? This is like offshore banking, but everyone's hiding their money at Tina Knowles' house? It is believed Knowles was not present at the LA estate when the burglary reportedly occurred. I love that that's a line because it means the estate is so enormous that like you could be hanging out at your house, have a million dollars stolen from you and not have any idea. <laughs> well, it was July 4th because I, so I think that's like, you know, when they're out of town, when the celebrities are out of town, that's when it's time to rob, you know? I've mm-hmm. seen that movie. I've seen the Bling Ring starring Emma Roberts. Mm-hmm. No, Emma Watson. not Emma Roberts. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Okay. Emma Roberts would have been good at it, as I've said before. She would have been great in that movie. Beckham Watch. What I love about this week's Beckham Watch, we haven't done it in a couple weeks, is that there's very little Brooklyn. But, But isn't that what we predicted? Because that was my whole thing. When the Brooklyn thing came to a head, I said, this family is now, like, fair game, and they're just gonna, like, start to, like find the other like mm-hmm. go for Cruz go for Romeo Romeo who's Harper. actually the football player yeah right like they're so excited that now they're like old enough to be like tabloid people you know what I mean I think Harper is still kind of too young and yet Harper Beckham turns 12 Victoria and David's daughter wears a custom mini me VB silk dress as the family celebrates her birthday with a Prada party at the brand's Harrods Cafe she didn't wear Prada though she wore Victoria Beckham obviously she wore Victoria Beckham yeah of course Meanwhile, Selena Gomez is still in a freaking throuple with these two. <laughs> she only takes brief breaks to go hang out with Taylor Swift. And then when she's it's not hanging Taylor out with Taylor Swift, she's with Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham. This is at the Peltz's place, right? I assume. I think it's good to be friends with Nicola Peltz because... Because she's rich? She's so rich, but she's also got like big places in and around New York City. Stop applying Selena Gomez like the billionaire celebrity to your life. So Cele- I'm sorry. No, it doesn't matter. Celebrities love to spend time to at other celebrities' houses. It doesn't matter how rich you are. They love going to other celebrities' houses. But it's giving you being like, well, if my friends have places upstate, like I don't need to get one because like I'll just go hang out upstate at their place. Yeah, that's literally, it doesn't matter how rich and famous of a, ce- of a celebrity you are. They love staying at the other celebrities' houses. No, obviously that's true. No, no, that's true. That's a, I'm just saying that's a very, that's a big benefit of being friends with her. And that's why you see celebrities hanging out with billionaires because they're yes. like, a, they, they're not even on that echelon. You know, they don't, they don't have a yacht. They're very wealthy, but they don't have a yacht. We both know enough stories about celebrities that are like, oh, so-and-so A-list them is staying in New York, but they're staying at like another A-list them's apartment. It's like better than a hotel. Right? Because you're not seen. You're not in the way. It's more private. And it's cheap. Mm -hmm. You're saving money. Yeah, no. No, true. So you think Selena Gomez is using Nicola Peltz for her? Uh, For her house. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's kind of where I'm going. I didn't know that was where I'm going, but maybe that's where I'm going. I just wanted to try and sum you up a little bit, but I didn't want to reduce you. That might be where I'm going. Let's move on to relationships. Okay. So Kiki Palmer, them. But this has taken over. This is so frustrating. Darius Jackson just kind of <laughs> what a flop ultimate boyfriend who <laughs> the speed at which she found the man dated the man had the baby with the man and then the man let her down like I'm just like it's this so is disappointing so, I just feel so disappointed for her the comments themselves I think would have gone viral no matter who said them about anyone like even if they was like someone much less famous than Kiki Palmer but like 
the reason I think people were so crazy because she, everyone loves her. Everyone loves she does, this she's woman. She's done nothing wrong. All that she does is entertain us and be lovely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of child stars with good heads on their shoulders, yes. And the the woman is literally like, what, a few months postpartum or whatever? And she's like having fun and like looking honestly amazing considering that and mm-hmm. all whatever. Whatever it is. looking ama- She would look amazing no matter what. But she's going out. She's like on the town promoting shit because she literally never stops, you know? She goes to one of the hottest tickets in town, in the country, I mean. The Usher residency. She was serenaded by Usher, obviously, because she's Kiki Palmer. She's obviously treated like a VIP because she's the most VIP. She's serenaded to by Usher in a dress that Darius Jackson found offensive. But apparently Usher serenades this. That's like part of the show is like he's like he he like gets sexy. He sings, yeah. sings a sexy He's song. Usher. Because I, well, because I also saw well, I also saw a clip that was really cracking me up was Winnie Harlow was there with Kyle Kuzma, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And Usher came towards like he was going to serenade her. And she gets up and sits on Kyle's lap. And Usher's like, oh, OK, babe. Like she, <laughs> he kind of like laughs and like. But that's back. like the gag of the like, show. I know. And he even tweeted after this whole drama. He was like, what I do? Did I do that? He like very urkled. He urkled. Did I do he that. said that I do that. You know what I mean? Anyways, sorry, explain what happened. I feel like I got ahead of it. I got ahead of you. She's being serenaded to by Usher, which is, again, a part of the show. Part of the gag of the show. Part of the fun of the show. Part of the, the appeal life. of the she's show. She's an actress. Yes. Come on. Darius retweets a video of this moment, which is, if you take out Darius's comment, it's just a great video. It's funny. It's cute. It's great. It's going to sell tickets to this show. It's amazing. He retweets yeah, right? it and adds, it's the outfit, though. You're a mom. As in, that's too sexy for a mom. Then, what's really interesting, kind of to me, he hasn't deleted any of these tweets. They're all still there. And then he followed up and said, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. It's giving Jonah Hill. It's Jonah Hill. No one even knows who you are. Yes. Like, let alone like, oh, is this his reputation? Is this his? It just shows like the toxic behavior because I'm sure like a few people tweeted at him like, oh, is this is this the mother of your child? Is it like, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm, to egg mm-hmm. him on. Just trolls. Just trolling him. You know? When yeah. it's like, you married an actress. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think that she does for a living? Right? Like, she's promoting. She's in movies. This, that, she's whatever. She's famous. Like, That's the job. That's the job. I mean, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't. Insecure. Very insecure. Speaking of insecure, the funniest interaction Mm -hmm. here. I mean, I know this is bleak and Kiki has commented on it indirectly by like releasing a TikTok where she used like a quote that she gave to who was it like them recently in the TikTok where it's like she says, I got millions of buckets to choose from, sweetheart. So you ain't stopping what's going on with me. So if you gonna act up. I'm about to link up with her. And then she dances to that because someone like remixed it and made it a song. You ain't stopping what's going on with me, sweetheart. So if you gonna act up, I'm about to link up. If you gonna act up, I'm about to link up. 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 If you gonna act up, I'm about to link up. Link up. I'm about to link up. So anyway, she's responded to it indirectly. But my favorite part about this, and yet another who is in the mix, is that we talked about him a long time ago, but Darius Jackson is not very famous his brother on the other hand is pretty famous because well, his brother she met darius at an insecure, at an insecure rap party. party so his bro he went with his brother and that's how she met him which honestly when they first talked we first talked about this i was like oh that's so fun she kind of met a normal guy like she mm-hmm. met like a normal guy who is the brother of somebody who is on secure who is also himself not that famous like that's a good way to kind of famous meet women pedestrian. love normal guys <sighs> yeah oh it's giving Julia Roberts, yeah. Someone retweeted the We Live in a Generation tweet and added, your brother is a whore, mind you, meaning his brother Sarunas Jackson, but not Sarunas Jackson. The character Sarunas Jackson played it insecure, dro. And so Sarunas responded to that tweet and said, damn, we're not the same man, LOL. I literally haven't been having sex and have been inside. Why am I catching strays? Okay, like TMI, but that's, that's pretty funny. funny. But I completely forgot that his brother was Dro. Did you read the Bossip headline about this was really good? No. What is it? It's, boy, if you don't, dot, 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 Darius Jackson trends after blasting banging baby mama Kiki Palmer's poppin' Usher residency dress dweebly doubles down on misogynistic messiness while Twitter urges him to clock back into daddy daycare. <laughs> Love that. 
so fucking good. Wow. Just when you think they can't ever do it again, they do it again. Nope. They do it every single time. This made this shit's made for them. I just want to shout out some local journalism. The Philadelphia Inquirer reached out to a woman who made a viral TikTok. Her name was Sierra Williams. And she... We'll give the headline first, They what they wrote. Who is Kiki Palmer's boyfriend? And does he prove that men from Philly are, quote, embarrassing? We investigate. Hilarious. So this woman, I'll play the TikTok, Sierra Williams, has a theory, which is that this should be expected from someone like Darius because he is from Philadelphia and Philadelphia men are like this. That man is from Philadelphia County, Pennsylvania. At this point, it's above us. There's nothing we can do but send Miss Palmer some love and light and prosperity because if there's one thing a man from Philly is going to do, it's be embarrassing. So Philadelphia Inquirer not only posted that, they reached out to Sierra and said, can we interview about like men from Philadelphia? And she was like, absolutely, let's do it. And <laughs> the interview's like really good. I mean, it's all speculation, of course, but I like this point when she goes, but why drag Philly men into this? What makes them embarrassing? Quote, I feel like it's twofold. On one hand, their brains only have capacity for sports like Go Birds, the Eagles, the Phillies and the Sixers. That's one part of it. And the other part is a lot of times they don't have the space to be themselves. So she's being kind of thoughtful. So it just makes them very strange because they have a different persona than who they are. Do you think Jackson tweeted that out to gain attention or was he unsure how to address the situation? Quote, it was that small percentage of the Philly in him that decided, I'm not in a good mood, so you won't be in a good mood. I think that was really it. I don't think there was even that much of a thought process. I don't think he's that vindictive in that sense. I think he just woke up and wanted her to have a bad day because she was having fun with Usher. That's good analysis. No, that's what I think because people said it's not about the outfit. It's, it's not about, about the outfit. It's about Usher. It's mm-hmm. about flirting with another man or whatever, even though, again, she's a performer. She's an actress, like, in front of people, and it challenged his masculinity, and that's, mm-hmm. like, really disappointing. You mentioned you, – you said Jonah Hill. I'm like, should oh. we even, like t- – should we touch it for a sec? Because it isn't too far off. It's the same thing in reverse, where it's, like, the difference is – Kiki didn't do anything here. The who did. In the other instance, the them did the thing and the who just released the text messages. But now that we've talked about it, we should talk about it. It's also just fascinating. And I think people are more kind of taking versus like flirting with Usher is kind of like a thing that is a tale as old as time. Men men getting insecure about other guys flirting with their women on in in public. This Mm -hmm. is a little bit more interesting in terms of something new that I haven't seen, which is a lot of people are saying like, this is a man who released an entire documentary about how therapized he is, you know, like Mm -hmm. how interested in therapy is. He's got all these tools. He's got all this vocabulary. And as it turns out behind the scenes, he was kind of using that Mm -hmm. as weapons against his girlfriend. We talked about a lot. We did. I I loved her because she was a surfer. I liked Jonah Hill because he's a surfer. I always thought he was like kind of a... Not not like this, whatever. I Mm -hmm. guess we all that's why I never, never stand, never do anything, never, never never like anyone. But now that this has all come out, it's just like, oh, she's like accusing him of abuse or is she accusing him of abuse? What is what is happening here? And he's already moved on. He has a kid with another woman. Right. And she's kind of pushing this out here like this is somebody who treated me in this specific way is this emotional abuse like i i guess Mm -hmm. i'm just really interested in like the way that the internet is like kind of digesting this oh me too it's already turned into really it's already turned into some pretty funny jokes unfortunately did you see the ones that people are like screenshotting his text messages where he lists off the things that are like things that she shouldn't do and they're like mm-hmm. my dream summer bucket list and it's like surfing with men <laughs> oh yeah I did boundary- see that. <laughs> surfing with men to model to post pictures yourself in a bathing suit to yeah. post sexual pictures and then my favorite one is friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something <laughs> respectful <laughs> I mean, it's it's it sucks to laugh at this, but like it sucks to laugh at this. But it is you have to admit that it's hilarious that he is telling a woman who's a, literally a surfer for her job that she can't post pictures of herself in a bathing suit. Yeah. What the fuck is she supposed to post herself right. in pictures of? Come the fuck on. I saw a I don't know. Let's just call them a Pulitzer Prize winning thinker. <laughs> I know which. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Who who referred to Sarah Brady's release of those private text messages as? gross i think that's what she called them gross and i'm just sort of like what else do you do in this situation like i think it's the who to, to use our dumb terminology maybe shoehorn it in but it's like in the power dynamic like this like how else do you like assert control or how else do you tell other people to like look out for this guy like i think she has the right to post whatever but then i also think exactly. people have the right to say like what they think this is which of is course, like not everyone categorizes this as abuse or something you know what i mean like everyone's allowed to have their own but as far as, far as her posting post post the fuck away it was just a very weird impulse i thought 
to just suddenly be like, well, how dare you post this when it's like, well, yeah. I mean, I cannot get over as someone who watched the documentary about his therapist, just how this is like dark sided therapy speak. Like mm-hmm. it really is. It's like it's like total weaponizing misuse. therapy speak. Yeah, it's total like misuse of like these things that like you go to therapy and it's all about you and you're kind of centralized, which is the whole point. You pay to be kind of the center of the conversation. That's literally why you go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is like if you're a narcissist, it kind of like fuels that. Mm-hmm. And you're told like, well, everyone in your life who's like, you have to have boundaries. Da, da, da. I don't know. I think these are things that are good for some people. But this is like kind of evidence of it. Not wait. I want to find where's the text. This is tweeted by Kaylee Donaldson. Jonah Hill making a lavish and adoring documentary about his therapist and parentheses and potentially crossing the ethical boundaries with their friendship takes on a whole new aura when you see those texts of him trying to therapy speak his then girlfriend into submission. Right. It is crazy that we basically saw the behind the scenes of this man's process or something. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm I'm not over that that he no. released a whole documentary about his therapy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And this is the result. A good documentary too. Two two men behaving badly. A who one of them in a row. Anyways, um, I just thought that was a yeah. I'm interested you brought that up, and I'm interested where this conversation goes. Three will make a trend. Although it's not like it's trendy for men to be awful. <laughs> I know I was going to say. You don't need three. There are plenty. Um, well, then people were kind of like, oh, Jonah Hill has always been awful. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's uh, okay. Another another man falling. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know, mine, I was swinging around no pain <laughs> no pain and Tacovas is western to their core they offer a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of the potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Meanwhile, I didn't know that Matt Reif used to date Lucy Hale. No one told me that. I don't. <laughs> no one told me that. I didn't know that. Why was that not part of when we talked about him? Was I don't that, know. Like, been Lucy the lead Hale. or something? It's very easy for Lucy Hale to sort of like fall into the shadows yeah, no, it's easy I to know, miss I'm lucy also kind hale of like i'm glad they're not dating i mean lucy hale doesn't need this like no. get 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 her out of here you know and now he's dating who jessica lord get a job stay away from her yeah okay i don't know who that is jessica lord is um the star of hulu teen drama find me in paris yeah i hadn't seen i haven't seen anything this woman has been in nothing yeah she's a time traveler she lo- you know what she kind of looks like lucy hale Honestly, Lucy Hale. <laughs> okay, great. Pentatonic Scott Hoying marries fiance Mark Manio in romantic seaside wedding, colon, luckiest man on earth, exclusive. People got the gay marriage exclusive. Gay marriage they exclusive. Love they love this shit. In Santa Barbara, California. It's so long. It's so detailed. It's so filled with brand call-outs. I'm, I'm not going to really? call this spawn, but it's just like, it is like the whole package. It's everything you could possibly want to know about this wedding, including the fact that they danced to Can't Help Falling in Love because it's a scene in Crazy Rich Asians, which is their favorite movie. And then number two, 
Hoying surprised Manio with the performance of his new song, Four, which the baritone singer wrote for the model after their engagement last year. The track will be featured on Hoying's new EP, Parallel, which is set for release on July 28th. I can't. And That's then so beautiful. this, so beautiful. which is my favorite detail. For their first dance, the couple asked Lauren Allred to perform Never Enough from The Greatest Showman. As Hoying says, they had the song, quote, on repeat when we were first Ugh. falling in love. Wow. The Rebecca Ferguson lip sync song. When remember when Rebecca Ferguson lip synced for Never her life enough. in The Greatest yes. Showman? She did, and she did a great she job. Did. People thought she sang it. She did. Okay, so they're married. Pentatonics guy. He's just a model, by the way. What is this? Random Who People exclusive wedding has an insane detail. Who's Forrest Black and Tooley Jones? Doesn't matter. Country singers, right? Country singers. Never heard of them. Forrest Black with two Ks. Forrest like the forest. Never heard of this. My goddamn life. Both of them are uh, uh, aspiring country singers, but Forrest Black is more they're famous. Tooley Jones is not okay. famous. Tooley okay. Jones is not famous. Okay. So I'm reading this and I see the headline, Singer Forrest Black, 2Ks, marries Tooley Jones in an intimate forest wedding with Caroline Ray as officiant. Exclusive. Excuse me? And I was like, Caroline, Caroline Ray? Ray? Caroline Ray? <laughs> Did someone say Caroline Ray? So I'm like, I don't care about these people, but like, why was Caroline Ray there? Okay. Scroll, 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 down to the bottom. Quote. I mean, it's not every day that you get to have America's favorite witch aunt, Caroline Ray, marry no, 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 you, no, no, says no, no. Black of the former, t- former Sam Breed of the Teenage Witch Star. Okay, next Sorry, quote. America's favorite witch aunt? <laughs> Do you it's know not- how they met? Because I was just like, this is crazy. Quote, how they met became, Caroline Ray, not each other. <laughs> how they met Caroline Ray. We became great friends with Caroline at a Hallmark Christmas event a few years back. And ever since then, she's been one of our biggest relationship cheerleaders. They met at a Hallmark Christmas event. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? That's so weird. What the hell does that mean? It's just too Hallmark. It's just too Hallmark. I'm sorry. Like, you can't meet at a Hallmark movie and then have your wedding play out like a Hallmark movie. That's weird. Tuli. Tuli Jones. Dominic Fike and Hunter Schaefer broke up. Okay, don't care. They only dated for five months. I feel like they were dating forever. Or maybe that's just how long it's been since Euphoria has been out but the quote is good because it was a zane low it was a zane loewe interview and he said quote i'm just done being in relationships right now dominic did okay all right boring alexa chung and tom sturridge are maybe engaged maybe engaged and we already said that logan paul's engaged to nina agdahl that's boring because we already said it they chilled in portofino or whatever Mm -hmm. that's where they got Mm -hmm. engaged portofino this headline What's this? Matt Smith, the former Doctor Who, he's 40 years old and he's dating a 24-year-old. And it, the headline is, even if the Doctor traveled 15 years back in time, 40-year-old Matt Smith would still be older than his companion, which is just like the most so specifically British drag. Like, I, I love that. I hate That's that I rude. understand what Doctor Who is enough to understand what this headline means. Does Doctor only travel 15 years? I don't know. Why can't I think he it's travel just like, more? Because they're 16 years apart, they just used 15 I'm sorry. Also, if he traveled back in time, he wouldn't be younger. He'd be the same age. He's still 40. And she's younger. Oh, my God. I don't know how time travel works in Doctor Who. So maybe he would be younger. I'm sorry. He would have to travel forward in time. So she's older. This is ridiculous. Do the math. Have you ever seen a, Have you ever seen Dial of Destiny? Indiana Jones' Dial of Destiny? That's not how time travel works. You keep spoiling Dial of Destiny. He can't go back. <laughs> he can't go back. She has to go forward. Or he has to go forward so she can be older. Oh, my God. Ashley Benson, Benzo herself, is engaged to Brandon Davis. I have to say, I've said this elsewhere, I know what you're gonna this say. is the most insane, chaotic bisexual energy. She went from dating Cara Delevingne to dating Brandon Davis. That is the, that is like the, that is very gay to the toxic straight. <laughs> Come on. What they used to call him? He had a nickname. It was like Greasy Bear. Greasy Bear. I think that was what Michael K. called him. Greasy Bear? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, Greasy Bear. So anyway, they're engaged. I mean, he used he was the one who called, uh, he called uh, Lindsay Lohan fire crotch. Remember, yes. he was the one who kind of started that mean girl shit, like with Paris Hilton against Lohan. He, he's, a oil, he's a Getty oil heir or something. Not Getty, just oil heir. Which yeah. is why he gave Ashley Benzo 
like the biggest ring. Like you thought it's like it's God. it looks like a diamond ring though. Like Bethany Frankel's, it's too scary and too heavy. This is about as big, but it looks more typical for like a diamond cut. It's like an oval. I don't like but it. It's humongous. Daily Mail asked you. Daily, Daily Mail asked a random guy from the Diamond Bank in Los Angeles, and he said the diamond is around twelve carats and likely in the one million dollar range. It's not a common everyday size. Yeah, no fucking kidding. Not everyone's <laughs> getting a one million dollar ring. Benzo, doing it again, Benzo. She's really, she really surprises you at every turn. You know. Yeah, I mean, again, she's chaos. Like you said, she's the most chaos bisexual, chaos. and for that, for those reasons, we have to stand. God, look at his face. I mean, wow. Does that not give oil air? Sorry, I'm obsessed. Okay, whatever. Debrat gave birth. We got a name, which I like. Debrat, I feel like Debrat was pregnant for 100 years, but Debrat finally gave birth, and the baby's name is yeah. True Legend Harris Dupart. Incredible name. True Legend. True Legend. It's such a good name. Yeah. Also quick, Froy Gutierrez is dating Zane Phillips. Can't talk about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would talk about it, but I think it would hurt Bobby's No. Brain. Steve Irwin's son, Robert Irwin, and Heath Ledger's niece, Rory Bucky, make red carpet debut. Where? At the Mission Impossible 7 premiere. Perfect. Per- absolutely perfect. Are you excited? Are you seeing it tonight? You're seeing it tonight, aren't you? I'm seeing it tonight. For the By the time. time you listen to this, I will have seen Mission Impossible already. Oh, oh my God. Oh. IMAX tonight? Oh, in What's IMAX. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. It's so far. Wow. It's so far. It's so far. Oh, oh, distance one? Yeah. Okay, as if you care. You're seeing it every day this week. Distance is a problem. Okay, whatever. Bleary-eyed Lottie Moss, 25, flaunts her jaw-dropping figure in a sheer black dress as she leaves Chiltern Firehouse at 4 a.m. with older American lawyer Christian Leithley. They call this guy older American lawyer. I just thought that was funny. I don't care about her. I just thought it was funny that he's called older American lawyer. What the fuck is that? I mean, I don't know how else to describe this guy. He looks like an older American lawyer. <laughs> I, I, would have described, I would have described him as such without knowing a single thing about him. It's just, I just, older American lawyer. The the British press is like, not this, you know? <laughs> not this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just straight up her lawyer and not her date. Christian, who's a partner at global law firm Herbert Smith Freehills, cuts a dapper figure in a tan blazer, which he layered over a white shirt and teams with dark trousers. According to his LinkedIn... Christian is no. based in New York, boasts particular expertise in international arbitration and public international law with 20 years experience. Oh, my God. Okay. Can we move? Are we done? What's up? What's next? <sighs> Apparently, Rami Malek might be dating Emma Corrin. I don't, I no, don't know. No, they're not. I don't they, like that. No, they, they're don't not. He was spotted oh later with a, with a blonde or whatever. Yeah, he just leaned over and told them a secret and that's it. I do think this is important because what I loved about this was the response on Twitter versus the response from our friends, which I fully blame on them because mm-hmm. TikTok stars Nikki Champa and Pierre Boo are ending their marriage. It's an out exclusive. On Twitter, people are like, who are these people? The typical like, wow, I really don't know anything about celebrities. I feel so da da da. Like, I don't even know who they are. Like, very typical shit. Mm-hmm. Our friends, meanwhile, were like, I gasped. And I was like, did you gasp at the name? Like, you gasped because you knew who they were? And they were like, yes. That's crazy. This iconic TikTok gay couple breaking up made them gasp. Well, gasped. I gasped when I found out that one of them is 36. Because they <laughs> well, both was... look about they both look about 23. Well, one is 27 and one is 36. Yeah. Do you know who they are? Did no, I've never heard of them. Have they ever come up in your timeline? No, never. Not not once in my life. Nikki Champa and Pierre Boo have never ended up in my timeline. They've been together since 2017. But they got married in August of last year, of 2022. And now they're getting divorced. And they gave Out Magazine the exclusive. Well, they had like a couple TikTok, which is like they have like coupled YouTubes like about like traveling. I don't know. They share a joint YouTube account where they had 2.5 million followers, Nikki and Pierre. Oh, my God. They really. Oh, God. Coming clean about Pierre's age. Nope. Not clicking that. Making crepes with Nikki and Pierre. Ignoring my boyfriend's prank. Hashtag shorts. Calling my boyfriend my ex's name. Prank. Cruel. Let the prank war begin. Honk if you're horny. Prank on my boyfriend. Where your job is being a boyfriend influencer is so, like, Ugh. I just, like, that's one of the bleakest, that's one of the bleakest things I can think of. Oh, like boyfriend reveal. Boyfriend content Boyfriend is haul. So wild. Boyfriend Costco trip. Like, boyfriend makeup routine. Like, boyfriend everything. It's crazy. 2.4 million followers, though. Quote, I will be continuing my own process, Champa tells out. Quote, I recently started working with CAA, and I want to focus Uh-oh. more on acting and modeling. So that's my pursuit, and also social media on top of it. <sighs> <sighs> Don't tell Ryan Murphy. Stop. 
he's busy trying to sue writers so that he can become the number one villain in Hollywood. And we didn't talk about Pierre Boo wrote on Instagram three slides. First slide, we, we broke up. We broke up. Second slide, I'm so sorry, everyone. Third slide, broken heart emoji. Nick Champa just posted one, and it's the lyrics to that song in this shirt, the one that's like, I am lost <laughs> in a rainbow. <laughs> which is it? Wait, wait. <laughs> that's literally, that's that song that goes, I am lost, which that's is usually tic- used as a, a joke. And that's a TikTok. It's also a TikTok trend where people are lost. God. Wait, that's what the words are this song? Being so TikTok brain that you use, I am lost, as your breakup <laughs> reveal? Why are you like good at that noise? I liked that song like 10 years ago, and then it was like a meme, and I was like, what's going on here? I am but what's really funny is he went to the lyrics on like lyricsaz.com or whatever. Like he went, he went to like some shitty lyric site, took a screenshot and posted it. <laughs> Do you think you had to find a place in the lyrics where there wasn't like an ad, like a... <laughs> like a banner ad to take a screech in this shirt lyrics yeah it's a to z lyrics i thought so it's a to z lyrics oh there's no ads on a to z lyrics i am lost <laughs> i am lost well sorry to all the people that stand their tiktok like whatever that was fans of that were fans of their tiktok like our friends who gasped our friends who gasped i get to find new tiktok boyfriends tiktok married men to uh stan i guess i guess what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Her album comes out. In what? When you're listening to this, in three days? In three days on Friday? Wait, I literally forgot that her album's coming out. July 14th, baby. That's so Rita. That's so Rita. Mission Impossible and Rita Ora, you and I, in one week. Ugh. So should we just be, like, playing her entire album at our shows, like, before people come? Like, we should just be playing her whole album, should yeah, we? Yeah, probably. Like, as, probably. Like, as, as the playlist. Yeah, as like, the playlist. Like, listen to it. Yeah. It makes the playlist a lot easier, too. You have to, so if you come to one of our shows, you have to listen to the new Rita album. Yes, yes, for sure. Because we're gonna be playing it like as the you know as you take your seats. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually skipped a lot of Rita because then we we played that I made you play that five minute clip of Wonderwell that you made where she talks every time mm-hmm. you know all the time she talks. So we skipped like a lot of Rita. Because oh, we didn't that talk about all of her bags all the time. So we didn't talk about yeah we didn't talk about all the paparazzi headlines about she like had luggage and we also didn't talk about the shady line in the. And Netflix show glamorous about her. The shady line is, how did you hear me coming? I made less noise than a Rita Ora single. Which is just like... Even, you know, first of all, come on. <laughs> Only I can make Don't that Don't be joke. rude. And it's not even a good like joke Kim. because... Don't be fucking rude. <laughs> you stole my wedding. You stole my wedding. I was living the Dolce Vita lifestyle. And you stole my... Did you see that clip? Yes. I was living the La Dolce Vita lifestyle is the funniest thing I've ever heard, maybe, from that show. And then she took it from me. How did you hear me coming? I made less noise than a Rita Ora single. Okay. She also okay. took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, at least fifteen bags to the Sydney airport when she was done with the voice. This was a couple yeah, weeks obviously. ago. Obviously. Look at all those bags. They and she had just to help in front her. of all these bags. The pop star thirty two had staff haul the trolley loaded with her excess baggage. Well, she needed a lot of bags because she was like performing at Glastonbury, yeah. doing this, doing yeah. that, wearing, going to the gym 25 times a day, like just doing everything. You know, she had a lot of luggage. She was at Glastonbury. This was so long because it was like two weeks of stuff. She also, we talked about, she also released a new video. Did we t- even talk about that? Oh, and it, oh that we it, didn't. The one that also has Tyka in it because Tyka is in all of her videos now. The one where she wears like inexplicably like makeup from like e. Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. and another video from her that is honestly nonsense like the song but the okay, video's nonsense that's the song is great her thing the thing is that's her thing incomprehensible Making literal videos. nonsense videos yes yeah, well joy her and taylor swift are in can sail off together the girlie has never met a concept in her life <laughs> but the song which i think you should play a little bit of here is good
Rita Ora's genre is songs I hear at the gym think, oh, that's like kind of fun. And then literally they float right out of my ass. And I, I could never, under duress, could never sing them again. Rita Ora music is very much like you're, <laughs> you're traveling. You're traveling and you're at a you're in like a city you've never been before. You're at a bar and you're like, wow, everything's so different here. Even the music. <laughs> never heard this. <laughs> but it's also like you're having an amazing night and you and your friends are at Olive Garden and you get order something and you're like, this is the best pasta I've ever had in my whole life. And the next day you're like, I had the best pasta I've ever had in my whole life. And they're like, no, you didn't. I was at Olive Garden. And you're like, OK, probably you're correct. <laughs> like, you're definitely right. I did it. Like, I didn't. But it was just a great time. You were having a great time. Yeah. You were with all your friends. You were yeah. loving it. You were at Olive yeah. Garden. The vibes were right. Whereas, like, Jack Schlossberg wouldn't have been at Olive Garden. He would have just heard this, like, at his house because he doesn't go to restaurants. He would have heard this at his house because yes. he's listening to Rita or at his house. Exactly. Um, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Support us on patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only. On Apple Podcasts, just click subscribe within the Apple Podcasts app. Um, new episodes come out on Sundays, which is fun. Buy tickets to our tour, whoweekly.us. Click tour. Dallas. Dallas. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. LA. LA, when the second show opens up. And that's it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. It is not that serious for a damn fit $5.